Hello, and welcome to Covert Castaway. I'm Holly. Je suis Stéphane. Join us as we share what we learn and how we're making the transition to liveaboard cruising. Today, we're going to talk about Meltemi and wind. And we actually have her on our podcast live as we are having this conversation. Oh, there she is. So we're, just to paint the picture, we're sitting inside um, our boat with the windows shut and the doors shut uh, to try to keep the noise down, but it can be pretty windy. We're on a Greek island called Samos, which is just one nautical mile away from Turkey. So we went as east as we possibly could, seeing the Smeltemi kind of building up, and we're trying to get out of the most of it. Um, it's a beautiful island, we think. We're going to go visit it tomorrow. And um, yeah, we're just kind of hunkered down. It's sunny and, and beautiful, but man, is it windy, wouldn't you say? It's mostly it's gusty. Yeah. It's just uh, relentless. Yeah. <laughs> the gust, you see them on the water, like just, and it's, and it's just like. It's like, very forceful. Very yeah. forceful. We get gusts basically 28 to 32, um, but it goes down to like. I don't know, maybe 17, 50, yeah. 15, yeah. And then they come and it just sometimes it's like a just burst. slaps the boat and yeah. make it turn. And the boat kind of, you know, goes backwards. So it's like, you know, so we want to kind of talk about the Meltemi. We want to, uh, and Stefan's going to kind of set that up. But then we want to talk about just generally what we've observed in this area of of Greece, in this, in this Aegean Sea. And um, kind of what we're experiencing because, you know, it's not really like sailing the Greek islands. It's sort of more like escaping from the Miltemi is what it feels like. Yeah. So um, why don't you uh, set it up and kind of talk about what the Miltemi is? Well, the, the Miltemi is, is specific to, to the Aegean Sea. And in the Med, you have local winds. I mean, in the south of France, you have the Mistral, and then you have a bunch of other like um, local winds. And and this wind basically is most forceful from July to August, but it really starts in June until September, and it can start a little earlier and finish later. But that roughly, that's what it is. So we're coming towards the end of August. So hopefully. Uh, September will start to taper down and and also because now we are I mean it's covering the whole agency um, and basically what happens is you have a high pressure over the Balkans kind of Hungary area and then you have a low pressure over Turkey and so that creates um, a flow of wind between the high like and the low. Like a huge funnel, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, then it funnels through this body of water, and then you have those islands. And so it funnels between the islands. <laughs> so you have to be careful when you can be in the lee of an island and going to another. Then as soon as you're in open water and close to two islands, there could be a lot of wind and then waves. 
uh, if it's been blowing for you know uh, a while. Um, and it, it's concentrated <coughs> in the Cyclades area, right? Like this, the central part. Well, there's the northern, middle, southern agency, and it kind of covers everything. Straight through the middle yeah. there, yeah. And then it goes sometimes, you know, like more like west, and, but it can go like southeast. And like when I say west, like more like southwest. And picture starting from a kind of a northern part of the agency, and then, and then it's like a triangle shape. Yeah. And so it can go southwest all the way to the like the Turkish coast, and it can go kind of west to southwest. I mean, um, towards kind of the 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 um, Peloponnese area. So it's in the further north. It's kind of like there is no way to escape it. And further south, um, depending As how it, it kind moves. of funnels around the islands. Yeah. So yeah. like when people say, oh. You know, we're going to sail the Cyclades in August. You're thinking, okay, I'm going to deal with busy anchorages and um, lots of tourists because, you know, that's what we're doing. We're touring. And that's kind of like not the main concern um, when you're on a boat sailing. The main concern is, you know, trying to make sure you're well protected. Yeah, and I think if you want to hit the busy towns and quays and stuff like and and the anchorages nearby um you're definitely going to deal with crowd but i think so far it's been pretty good we've been able to find anchorages that we've been mostly by ourselves well we choose not to go into quays and yeah yeah. and um so we've been able to kind of tuck into these little spots like this one spot we found it's sort of like a uh it's this little beach area, but it's got a channel with a little, like, natural island in the middle. It's not really an island, but mm. it creates a, like, a, a barrier from the swell. Yeah, because this area is interesting because you, you have, it's a strait between Greece and Turkey. And so even if the, the winds from the Meltemi are mostly, mostly north-northwest, the wind uh, through this strait comes from the east. So we can see the white caps um, in the east side with the wind funneling between the two, the two countries. Now on the west side, there is a flag and we can see the winds right now like northwest and you can see on the horizon, the white caps. Yeah. Where we are, um, right now we're at one point we were like more northwest, but because of the hill that is next to us on the port side, um, the wind funnels in a certain way that is like mostly north. So yeah. it's it's very interesting. Basically, what we realize is the Meltemi, you kind of have no way to escape it <laughs> if you're going to be in the agency. Well, yeah, let me just talk about that for a minute. So when we were looking at our weather apps, because we check a bunch of them, right? You see like all these, we, we check the re- regular weather, uh, excuse me, wind. We check all the different models and then we check it again by gusts. So you can kind of see where the worst spots are. And um, where we chose to go is we chose to go as far east as possible just to avoid it because we were sort of experienced it. We hunkered down for five days or something um, in an anchorage and we're like, well, at least if we go further east, you know, we'll be able to swim and do some other stuff. There'll be wind, but it won't be be as strong. It won't be as strong. And, And so this is where we are. So, you know, even though we're not in the middle of it, it's still 
pretty strong and it's to the point where we're a little reluctant to leave the boat on the most windy days uh, just because probably because we're rookies still. <laughs> like we're trying to figure out like does the boat drag or not and it shouldn't at all but I, I think we're just a little yeah tentative. I mean we, we're pretty good we're in sand yeah. we have like a scope of eight to one uh, we've been here for the what three nights now mm-hmm. um, the boat hasn't moved um, so it's more also if you go on land well it depends where you go but you might get windy also and so tomorrow mm. will be the least windy days from the Meltemi and it's and we did rent a car to go touring yeah around. so it goes kind of like five days six days maybe on average yeah. I would say so so we'll go tomorrow um, because it'll be less than what we've seen mm-hmm. in the past few days and the boat has been behaving okay yeah. and no problem. And there's been no swell to speak of. No, no, we are so. protected from. And three there's no sides. boats around us. Like there's. That's also true. Yeah. yeah, there's there one boat would come in a night. Like they seem to turn up one in the afternoon and then leave. Yeah, and it's and, and that's there's been plenty fine. of room. Yeah. And so that's one thing when you have the Meltemi, if you have other boats that you don't know what type of anchor, yeah. how much scope they have. Yeah, we kind of talked about this drag. before. So, yeah. so I think, yeah, we're pretty uh, pretty good here. Yeah. So I think it's important, like if you're going to cruise in the Med, to have a solid understanding of the wind. Because we knew, right? It's not like the local winds, yeah. But but what you can't get a handle on, like you know what the general patterns are, right? And then Mm. you check these apps and you're like, okay, avoid the red. And then you avoid the red, but they don't know how, they can't calculate how the wind comes off the angle of the hill that you're in front of. No, there's no local, you know, forecast. And so, so you basically protect yourself from the swell um, white caps and stuff and and the rest you're going to be close to hills mountains whatever like you know so the gust the wind is going to find itself you know to you through gust and so that's just the way that's just the way yeah. it's going to be yeah and i mean i'm sure like if we were stayed you know um where we were where we were yeah, like naxos, you know yeah. or like yeah in, yeah in naxos or then there'll be a lot more wind. Yeah. And so, and then this time we're just at anchor. Uh, last time the Meltemi, we had the Meltemi, we, we had um, uh, short ties, mm-hmm. uh, so stern close to the to the kind of a cliff. We thought we will be well, I mean, it was well protected. Uh, definitely we were missing most of the, the wind. We could see like... Um, we had uh, like a little wind shadow. Yeah, a little yeah. circle, kind of like an arc, uh, like uh, in front of us. So we were missing a lot of it. But at the same time, the wind doesn't only come from this general direction because if there is a hill, it's going to find its way. Like it coming came from the side. side so yeah. we were also getting gusts from the beam, mm-hmm. and which was okay. But it was definitely, yeah. uh, um, you know, you, you're going to you're going to yeah. get it, and 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 you can definitely go and move and sail and mm-hmm. anchor somewhere. We have the chance that we don't have just one week. Uh, to hit you know whatever number of spots so so we choose to just kind of just hang hang around and yeah do other things on the boat and during like report co- record these podcasts yeah, for yeah exactly yeah uh, but yeah if you were just chartering a boat then that means you're just probably going to move with the miltemi and try to find an anchorage but yeah. you won't be able to see the bottom very well and yeah and uh, and, and all the marinas are full 
Like, you know, if we were just to call randomly and find a spot, we wouldn't be able to do that right now um, this week because it seems like everything's it's the it's the top of the seed season for sure. Mm -hmm. So there's that combined with, I think, a lot of boats, cruisers and um, that would have typically left the med like last year or the Mm -hmm. year before. Because of COVID, uh, a lot of boats are kind of stuck here or choose to stay in Turkey or depending on their nationality in in Greece. Yeah. uh, In those areas where cruising is fairly cheap and enjoyable. Yeah. (laughs) Except when it just blows. (laughs) So can you share a little bit what we were talking about earlier, you and I, about just like generally, you know, we thought we would be doing more sailing and um, I think we said in a previous podcast, the MED stands for MED, Motor Every Day. And that, that unfortunately, is a reality. Um, what, what, like, from a sailing perspective, what would you add to that just to provide color? So, well, typically, like, we, so when we left, um, so this season, we haven't had any major passages, like no overnight sales. Uh, everything we've done, the maximum was... We sun- had one. Overnight? Yeah. Oh, yeah, coming down from Croatia yeah. um, to Greece, yes, yeah. uh, to Corfu. But so. other than that, it's and that was a piece of cake, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but that was, that was it. Otherwise, it's just sunrise to sunset at the most. So once you're in a... Like in Croatia, um, the islands are close to each other. So you could choose to move like from one island to a further island. But we typically go from hopping, kind of island hopping. In this case, um, you kind of, if the wind is favorable, yeah, great, you'll sail. But your goal is to go to the next island that you want to visit. Mm-hmm. And... And then so if the wind, you know, might blow in the afternoon, but you're like, hey, let's leave in the morning. So we find a good spot and we are And set. there's just not enough wind. So yeah. that's going to happen. And so then that's going to mean like, you know, once you're in an area for many reasons, um, you know, you're just simply going to motor in like four or five hours and go to the next island or maybe less. Then you have like, okay, we go from Croatia to Greece. So then we had like an overnight passage. Um, so this one, the winds were light. We did a little bit of sailing. But at one point, you're kind of like, okay, we're not Yeah, like moving. nothing was happening. We were like stopped in the middle of Well, at that point, yeah the, yeah, the wind starts dying. The wind starts shifting in the wrong direction. And, um, and then you're moving like three, four like five knots and um and you know you're like okay mm-hmm. <laughs> and we motor about between what 6.5 and 7 typically yeah yeah so you know so, so that was and then, then we went to the ionian right. so that was kind of the same like we were doing shorter trips every day maybe 15 20 nautical miles um so you know, it's one, what happens too is you're moving between islands. So the wind is not like, it's hard to predict what the wind is going to do. Um, so if you know it's like a three hour trip 
um, by the time you leave the coastline to figure out what the win is in your you're race, almost at your destination raise your yeah. sails and then you're like close to you don't know what the wind's going to do when you get closer to the other island so you're like ah eh, forget it you know just like just motor all the way so that's what happens then we when we left um, the Ionian Islands and went around the Peloponnese so we, we definitely picked a good window and that was sailed. the passage too we just broke it up because we would anchor at night yeah we decided yeah. to basically do day passages mm-hmm. and um, and just to um, yeah anchor at night and so the first passage we picked it was a good weather window we were flying the Jenniker it was enjoyable we knew at some point we'd lose the wind and then we just finished motoring and arrived by sunset to an anchorage. Um, so that was, you know, after that, we knew there would be not much wind to go around the Peloponnese. And then we also picked what we thought would be a decent window to go from the Peloponnese to Milos. Um, the wind uh, was forecasted from the north. And basically, it's, it's, we're sailing kind of like close to the wind and in waves and the boat is just like doesn't like the hitting the waves on the port bow or, or kind of quarter like on a how do you say that on the on the quarter on the bow uh, the boat really doesn't get like yeah. momentum and kind of like goes up and down and so i mean plus those type of catamarans they don't do very well sailing close to the wind and uh, I mean, I think we were 50 or 60, 70 apparent, but still we couldn't get like the boat to just kind of uh, calm down. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just kind of cruise. And, and so you just have to help it with one engine on and, and try to kind of like, uh, yeah, just yeah. create, keep that momentum going. And when we went from Naxos to Patmos, which was a long hall, well, we stopped one night. In, at an island because we're like oh let's just go all the way and they were like whoa we had we had some swell that mm. was higher than um, we would have liked and close together yeah those were like waves I mean yeah. so the wind just basically curves around the island had been blowing it's overnight. all white caps and breaking yeah. waves yeah. so so then you know overall from Milos from the kind of the western uh, southwest part of the agency to where we want to go, where we are today, um, and um, kind of a northeast part of, of the agency. So the wind is mostly north and northwest, and, and it's just not going to be a good angle right. uh, for we most We just had boats. to suck it up and deal with it. And it's just getting across. So, yeah. yeah. So there was a lot of uh, motoring or motor sailing, just putting a kind of the head sail and yeah. to just get extra kind of... And know, then we were uh, hand steering because we wanted to take the pressure off the autopilot too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So um, that's a little taste of sort of what sailing's been like here in, with, in, with the yeah, wind. in different bodies of water. Will yeah. be, uh, so we'll see along the Turkish coast. I think once we are further south in Turkey, there's a lot of little inlets kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think, um, and then the wind, even if it curves towards the Turkish coast, the further inland you are, mm-hmm. the less there will be. So I think um, I think it'll be. We'll see what it will be, but uh, it'll be less exposed in general yeah. to uh, these strong winds. Yeah. So we have a few more weeks left on our uh, Schengen visa, but I think given you know kind of the time of year and the winds here, 
we're thinking about crossing over into Turkey early. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool where we're at because we're at we're at the exact spot where um, Greece and Turkey are closest together. So on one side, on the point here, where where we're anchored, there's a uh, Greek military outpost on one side with a Greek flag, which is kind of small. It's yeah. it's, it's not, not even like, like it's like a little. It looks like a chapel, mm. and those guys are out there on, in the morning. I see them sitting out there drinking coffee, <laughs> which yeah. on one side, and then on the other side, there's a little Turkish outpost. Small too. Tiny. With the Turkish flag, and they're like right there, kind of looking at each other. But mm-hmm. um, what we have read is actually the the Kusidisians and the uh, Samoans, or some, I don't want to say Samoans because that's not right. No, but the Sam Samos people are like buddies. Like they know each other really well, and they get along, and there's all this stuff. But there has been tension between Greece and Turkey, so it's it's kind of this weird. Yeah, the Kusidisians up there. I read this in in somewhere. So um, anyway, it's it's just interesting because there's like this political tension, I guess, over some islands in the south about um, drilling rights or something like that going on. But up here, Mm. you know, but it's it's just kind of cool to be in between two countries. So Mm. we're going to we might go early. We're thinking maybe early next week. Um, after we celebrate Stefan's birthday. Early next week or maybe as early as Sunday. Yeah, as early as Sunday. And um, enter early and then perhaps go to France for a little bit. And we'll tell you more about that trip later. And um, then come back and and we might meet up with friends again and and kind of cruise down what they call the Turquoise Coast or the Turkish Riviera. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully we'll see the, the wind, you know, situation is a little bit more in our favor there, but, um, yeah, just wanted to share with everybody, you know, what the reality is with, with this wind. See, and now it's like gone. It's like still, there's nothing. Um, but these big gusts come and you can hear them probably in the background. Yeah. Yeah. We we? got a gust from 37. 37? Just now? now it's 810. It says 37, but. Yeah, on the gust. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, yeah, the the wind is would not be super strong. Yeah. But yeah, the gust can be uh, three times. And I want to be sensitive because there's also a couple hurricanes hitting the East Coast right now, Henry and Grace, I guess. And uh, so you know, yeah. we're doing okay here with 37 gusts. Oh, yeah, and then in the Med last year there was a Medicaid right between like Sicily and, and like in in the Ionian Sea. So, um, you know, with water temperatures getting hotter every year i mean so we'll we'll know uh, this year but i think where we are at least uh we'll be further away from you know medicaid moved east but uh last year Mm -hmm. and but we're kind of uh, further away by the time if there's another one this year by the time it gets there then it won't be as strong yeah um, so on one side, yeah, the, the September, when, uh, end of August, you know, September, so the Meltemia will be less strong and uh, hopefully also less frequent. But we're now starting to also get into the shoulder season. Shoulder yeah. season, so the overall temperatures and water temperatures. Yeah, will the start temperature's to go down. been actually really great. Like it hasn't been sweltering hot like it was when we had the heat wave. Um, the smoke is cleared. I think the wind has pushed a lot of the smoke from the fires in Greece and Turkey. 
um, out. But I got in the water yesterday and I was like, ooh, it's cold. Like, you know, it wasn't like it was. Yeah, but we checked and it's like 25 degrees Celsius. But it used to be like 27 and it, it seems a lot colder. I don't know. Maybe just yeah. getting used to the warm water. Anyway, so next time we um, record a podcast for you guys, we'll most likely be in Turkey. We'll see, fingers crossed, and let you know how that check-in and check-out process goes. And that's it for now. Bon bon. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, like, or share with another covert castaway. Fair winds for now. Oh, 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 o